Hello and welcome. This is not the droid you're looking for. This is a music quiz. Let me take your quiz full of pointless trivia with added funny business and tough questions about music. Michael Egg and Bethany Black discuss the Uber of Shack Attack, Cut Chip, Hot Chocolate, Nickelback, and frankly just abuse it. Hosts the music quiz. The guests are here with us. Please take it serious. In that case, it would be nice. If I could make a mention that you have yet to ask a single question. I'm Matt Hoss and welcome to the comedy podcast that does to music quizzes what a bump in the road did to Marvin's brains in Pulp Fiction. I'm your host and tonight I'm director, writer, producer, editor and always your best boy as we take you to the movies. Hopefully I won't make any gaffes. <laughs> that was a film pun. No, I don't know what a gaffer does. No one does. We have two teams trying to settle the score so long as they can keep composed and not lose soundtrack of what's going on. The theme of the show is movie themes. <laughs> Help me, I'm having a breakdown. <laughs> I'm not sure if that laughter was worth all of it, but uh, we... <laughs> Matt, there was no <laughs> laughter. It's in your head. You're having a breakdown. <laughs> um, so let's meet the teams. On CMA, you'll have seen them at the cinema. He's the guy that tells you to shush, even if you just scratch your nose. Coming to a theatre near you soon, because he has surprisingly a lot of time on his hand to watch new releases. He is a man who loves Flash, the Queen movie song, and the criminal activity. It's Michael Legg. And the and the powdered uh, bleach is it? <laughs> is that, is that, yeah. is that, I don't even know if Flash still exists uh, as a I think domestic it does. product. But as I don't really exist as a person in 2022, <laughs> I think I'm allowed to do dated references. Yeah, uh, I'm all right, mate. It is. It is. I'm. I'm basically. You know, the past. <laughs> <laughs> so your ghost Christmas past, like. Oh, um, prast. prast! I like it. You've you basically called me a, an old cunt, but in such a nice way. <laughs> but yeah, Michael, great to have you here. Um, is it? Michael's, yeah, go on. No, no, is it great to have me? Imagine, right? You had uh, Frankie Boyle. <laughs> I mean, I did. So where? where him, so so but... where? Where and oh god, don't we know that you keep contacting him? <laughs> He's really pissed off about the whole. But listen, Let me on your TV show. But what I'm yeah. saying is, why why would you say it's great to have me here? I mean, what what description then would you have if you had Frankie Boyle? Oh, it's really great to have you here. I think you expected me to be here. Uh, yeah, I feel like for my status in comedy, it's great to have you here, Michael. So it's, it's great. To, it really oh, is let, great. Listen, Matt, I know you've only been doing uh, comedy for about 12 minutes, but trust me, <laughs> if you're in comedy, you don't have status. Yeah. So, forget that, mate. Well, Michael, you're here, and, uh, uh, yep. and since there are many music biopics, but if you had to have a biopic of your life, what would it be called? Um, I, I mean, I'd go with Bohemian Rhapsody, um, only because, <laughs> you know, people, people go, oh, brilliant. And, a queen, a queen, and I, now we would like to know what is, wow, uh, is who is your supporting that? Sorry, did you actually have a joke there? Because I will uh, let you finish. Are you kidding me? <laughs> when do I have a fucking joke? <laughs> I talk, Matt, and then I finish talking. Whether there's a joke at the end of that, that's 
like, do you know what? That's not my problem. That's your problem. Like, I, I genuinely feel bad because in the script it says uh, interrupting Kurt, and I've been feeling bad about it all afternoon. So I've, uh, <laughs> it took a lot of techers from me there to do that. No, no listen, yeah. good for you for being a professional and sticking to the script. <laughs> I'm sure we'll go off rails very soon. Yeah. I mean, you sent me the script the other day. Do you think I've looked at it? No fucking way. <laughs> you said it was a really good one. Anyway, I, never mind. Of course I did. I lied. I've got no interest. <laughs> he says that every week. And this is beneath me. Uh, but thank you for, uh, for at least showing me that someone's a professional on this. Because <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to be me. It's great to have you here, Michael. Sure. Whatever. So, Michael. Kurt. Michael, who do you have here as your Just call me a cunt. No, because I cut. <laughs> I'm trying to do, trying to do the edit lines there. Right. <laughs> do you think? Do you no, think, let me do. No, hang on. You know all those difficult directors. You know the people. Oh, do you know what Hitchcock? He was so difficult. Do you think he ever went cut? <laughs> do you know why you want? I say look, cut. Cut. I know him. you do, mate. You're adorable, but I'm saying Hitchcock's got a terrible yeah. Uh, yeah. reputation. Like throwing. <laughs> pigeons yeah. at tippy hedron and stuff like that and yeah. um you know he could have Can't. been like Can't. That's, and, yeah, and that's... the whole like everyone's sort of squinting at him going did, did so you want us to stop or did you just call us a cunt weird fact here for you michael this is uh, <laughs> impressive for incredibly small amounts of being impressive uh, mm, my mm. first cousin once removed uh, was in that movie uh, with tippy hedron and alfred hitchcock is your uh, cousin once removed a pigeon? No, she isn't. She's uh, she's no longer with us, sadly. Uh, but her name was Jessica Tandy. What? Yeah, yeah. Hang on. What? What? No. Yeah, th Jessica this Tandy. is this is not a tiny little throwaway thing. Yeah. Tell us everything from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the beginning, and I mean, there was nothing. There was no, nothing, was and, then, and then there was a big bang uh, where right. it went and came out, and then uh, we go forward a little bit, a load of shit happens, the planets go and coagulate from dust, stars explode, we go <laughs> form all of the dust that eventually forms our planet, a life evolves on that planet, grows, we go through, we reach the 20th century, we have a couple of wars then, so shortly after that, mm. uh, well, in between those two uh, periods of time, uh, my granddad's cousin, uh, Jessica Tandy is born Fucking hell. and uh, she goes on to become an actress who was in uh, yeah it was in The Birds and eventually won an Oscar for Driving Miss Daisy in 1992 Kurt oh, and Michael um, who do you have as your support <laughs> actor this week is it Oscar Emmy Johnny Bafta <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cheek of you for cutting me for that. Right. Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, mate. I, 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 just trying to move on with the script. You know, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. We'll get it in the edit, as they yeah. say in Hollywood. Um, thank you for asking me that, um, uh, we Matt. Um, I have with me, helping me, supporting me, and and being my best friend in the whole world. It's stand-up comedian Jack Glado. Woo! Yeah! Johnny Bathder, can I have that name? That's fantastic. <laughs> Originally your first stage name, wasn't it, Jack? It's, uh, uh, Jack, how are you doing today? Are you well? I was, until I realised that you're not happy that I'm here and you'd rather have Frankie Boyle. No, no, that's not, uh, that, that was not what I said at all. No, like, uh, no, like, uh, uh, <laughs> it was very clear that it was me being here. You, you're fine. <laughs> No, don't say you're fine. It's Whereas great to I, have you here. It's great to have you I here. I was overhyped stupidly by someone who's, you know, new. 
Anyway. <laughs> well, the, the team chemistry is strong on that team there. Um, really, that award-winning chemistry. So, uh, yeah. So, Jack, what's your favourite kind of genre of film? Uh, I'd say gangster, usually. Um, Whoa, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to be in like a 60s gang- gangster film with a cigar and throw it on the floor. I don't smoke, but so I'd have to start smoking first. You would have to, though, if you were in a uh, if you were a gangster, you'd have to smoke. Well, yeah, I think that's part of the contract. I think you can't just suddenly change. Yeah, like you get into infiltrating gangster culture. And I mean, like sixties gangster. I don't think I could be like a Manchester yeah, yeah. gangster because um, I'm, I'm not a chap. But God, that's going to get me cancelled like Jimmy Carr. Yeah. Um, it's, it's nice that you have standards in your gang. It's like I'll be sixties gangster, but I'm Manchester gangster. You know, I'm not. I'm not a. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to hang out with the riff raff. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> Anyway, great great to have you here, Tim A. Uh, and now we head over to a team captain with actual acting credits, making everything she starts... Piss off! <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm dabbled. Like, don't, don't just... Sorry. <laughs> right. You didn't even ask me. What have you... Sorry, Jack, what have you been in, mate? <laughs> Made a couple of TikToks, but, you know, like... <laughs> go on, carry on. And to be fair, if you go on to IMDb and put Michael Legg in there, it's a very impressive CV. <laughs> it's not me, but it is a very impressive <laughs> Now we head over to a team captain with actual acting credits and some TikToks, um, making everything <laughs> she stars in appear like a timeless classic. It's Bethany Black and White. Hiya. Hey. hey. Yeah, here we go. Thank yeah. you very much. That was lovely. Yeah, uh, that, that just makes me sound like uh, an arrogant prick right there. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it? Immediately, you've gone and introduced me in a way that goes and gives me unearned status, is what you've done there. <laughs> and as always, we know comedians have tons of status. So uh, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, Beth, great to have you here. Uh, Thank you very much. Time. And uh, yeah, so what do you prefer, films, cinema or movies? I'm a big fan of movies. Uh, I mean, I'm, I, I regularly go to the pictures. Uh, I think I'm the last person in the UK who calls it the pictures as well. <laughs> As uh, tends to be. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of that. I, I've, I've got a degree in film and uh, would regularly just annoy other people uh, on my film course by uh, really hating anything pretentious that they were into. I once got into an argument with uh, some people on my course uh, where I claimed that uh, Richard Gere's 1980 remake of Breathless was much better than the uh, original on account of it wasn't in French. And uh, <laughs> that caused a huge argument. That was, uh, but so yeah, I'm very, very big fan of, of movies rather than films or cinema. You actually made a really good point there. I, li- I like that as well. Like, yeah. uh, wonderful stuff. <laughs> I much preferred it. Wasn't in French. There we go. Yeah, that's enough for me. Flicks has gone, hasn't it? Flicks, yeah. No one really yeah. talks about going to the Flicks anymore. Yeah, it's a shame. I yeah. like Flicks. You'll have to stick to that and I can be sticking to, you know, going to the pictures and between us, mm. we'll, uh, we'll recreate some sort of vintage old timey thing. Hey, who knows? Maybe one day we'll even be able to recreate a 1970s old-timey bar fight, which is sadly uh, no longer with us in movies. See, what? see, that's it. You're you're too modern for me because honestly, <laughs> I don't think a fight is a fight unless you're on a train on, and I mean on top of the train. On top of a train. Yeah. Yeah. And trying not to get hit by tunnel. Yeah. By as you go yeah. through tunnels and that. Yeah. No. No. I get you. I get you. I just always think of the classic Sam Peckinpah movie Convoy, based on the song of the same name. Uh, there was a big thing. 
weird in the 1970s there was this whole slew of movies that were based on songs that they went oh this is a good song should we make a film based <laughs> off it and they didn't, they didn't, when have they ever done that like yeah. I mean maybe like, yeah. I mean obviously Jaws was based off Baby Shark but uh, <laughs> anyway yes hello sorry so, distracted again hiya it's quite okay thank you for having me Matt it's a pleasure and Beth who is chewing the scenery with you tonight well, I am an award-winning actor, uh, and uh, <laughs> and I have a fantastic award-winning comedian with me. Uh, it's my very good friend, Sarah Callahan. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, not so bad, Sarah. What? Uh, so, what award is it that you've uh, that you've won? I've actually not won any awards, in it. <gasps> I thought that's just what you're supposed to say. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It Hang is. on a second. Are you, are you telling me that Google has lied to me? <laughs> I, th- I think so. Thank you for thank you for, for being along. Thank you for being my teammate. Are, are we going to destroy them today? Well, I'm what? riding on your knowledge because I actually don't have a good um, knowledge of films. I'm not really a film buff, so I'm relying on you to take us to the finish line. I mean, well, last last week we had uh, I had Bill Al Zafar on my team, and we were talking about uh, hair metal. So <laughs> you know what, you are doing better yeah. already. What is that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Nineteen. That's literally what he said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For an literally. hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he went, I don't know. I know hip hop. That was basically what he said for it, and it was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, so between us, we, we'll get there. We'll wow. do it. All right, cool. Sarah and Jack, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Let's get into it. It's round one. Um Round one. Brilliant. Yeah, thank you. I, 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 I really go for it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you did not hold up. back at yeah, all. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Round one is where we separate the Ed Woods from the Edward Woodwoods. I'll ask each team two sets of questions, which this week are about songs that appear in films. You get two points for a correct answer and one if you need a clue. 1985, starring Tim Curry. Um, so, uh, so I'm going to ask nice. you. Nice. Uh, so, um, let's start off with Team One. I mean, it should be the Jets and the Sharks, and for really going into movies. Yeah, right? yeah, we should. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. You didn't care a second ago, but well, okay, we will go for Jets and Sharks. Yeah, but I okay. forgot about musicals and love musicals. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for Forget the Jets, troubles, come on, get happy. Yeah, come on. So for Team A slash Team One slash the Jets, Liverpoolian band. The Beatles are most famous for the reality TV show on Disney Plus. And to tie in with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, 50% of them are no longer with us. But before they became dead famous, uh, or famous dead TV stars, they had to scrape a living by being film stars and alive. Which one of their films featured uh, these four previously unreleased songs? All Together Now, Hey Bulldog, and Harrison's Only a Norman Song, and It's All Too Much. Well, yeah, I mean, my dad uh, was really a big Beatles fan, but I never really listened to them because I'm really young. Uh, <laughs> one foot in the grave. That's the only person who can remember when all, uh, when the first one of them died. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I do, uh, you know what? I remember it because, you know, it was like Christmas Day in our house. It was so like, oh, my God. <laughs> John Lennon's uh, death day comes around so quickly. We haven't got anything in. <laughs> Gets uh, and, and we and we put up the dead beetle tree. Yeah. And you all gather round and read Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> you know what? You say what you like. You say what you like. When you read, you know, music reviews and go, God, that's a bit harsh. 
I think I'll find Mark Chapman is the greatest reviewer <laughs> of all time. I don't know how a, a shit album ever got released after 1980 because he made it very clear what would happen. Do you think Mick Jagger read the news and went, fucking hell, but it reads like a three? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I forgot about, I forgot about ego. Uh, Jack and Michael, have you actually seen any Beatles films like Summer Holiday and Rocky Four? No, I'm a big Beatles fan, but in the sense that when I was a kid, I went to Liverpool and got all the merchandise. Yeah. But I only had the 27 album, which is just all the number ones, and I'm not really into all the other... I'm not a proper fan. I know there's a film they've done with the guy from Steptoe and Son. I've seen bits of that. Yeah. Is it Hard Day's Night? Is that... Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, Michael, and uh, so many people are considering... And Air, who's that? No, I, I, I just said, uh, like, no, not... Is that my new name? Uh, no, no, I, I just uh, <laughs> I just made a vocal uh, uh, nothingness, I, uh, which I, I just got and direct this to my... It's fine, I'll do it again, <laughs> Michael and Jack. Uh, <laughs> Hi. <laughs> many people are considered to be the fifth Beatle, but what number Beatle are you? Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. That's great. You're welcome, everyone. He's the fourth Mark Chapman. Yeah. So, do you know the answer to this question? Do you need a clue? Um, Which film did those four songs come from? Well, the beauty of getting sent the script uh, before the show is you can Google it. If you do that, like, you're banned for life. But I didn't do that. I mean... Wait, were the questions actually in the script? No, no, the, the questions are, but the answers aren't. Like, yeah, but, you know... Yeah, okay. I haven't done that, obviously. Jack, no. Jack, let's go into a waiting room for one second. Like, everyone else look away for a second. Jack, did you look? Did you Google the, the questions? Because if so, it's going to be a tricky... Did, I didn't Google all of them. I just <laughs> I just Googled one she of the songs because I was interested because I ne- heard that song before, and then... Because of that, it came up and said this was in this film. And I thought, oh, fair enough. That's not cheating. Okay, so uh, team... uh, Well, the Jets get minus 10 for that. Well, no, no. I just told you a very believable and plausible story, and you didn't take it. (laughs) Okay, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to defer this to purely Michael. Uh, Michael, do you know the answer to this question? Good, pure Michael. (laughs) Yeah, of course I do, Matt. Of course I do. It is, the answer is, drum roll, drum roll, Yellow Submarine. Correct. And a fun little fact about that, other than uh, the songs and the ending, the Beatles had zero involvement in the film and they had actors in their place because it's purely an animated movie. And uh, yeah, I think that's (laughs) just like, just put it out. We don't give a shit. It's a very random film. Well, well, I'm going to tell you another fun fact. Yeah, Um, please. You know, right at the end of the movie, the Beatles themselves actually appear in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's because they saw uh, the, what they thought was the finished version of the film. And they went, oh, fuck, it's brilliant. Can we be in it? So they actually <laughs> added an extra bit onto the film. So that <laughs> the ego of the Beatles uh, <laughs> could crowbar its way into their own film. Oh, I once skived off uh, when I was doing my A-levels and went home to watch that on video. I had a copy of it on video, but I had skived off for one afternoon because uh, one of my friends had got some incredible LSD and I went, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm going to go home and watch this and uh, tried to watch that at home on LSD and it was a terrible idea. 
Absolutely <laughs> fucking shocking. Bloody- <laughs> yeah, like it's one of those things. Oh yeah, because yeah. like obviously that period very much fueled by LSD. Oh, this is a really trippy film. Let's watch yeah. it. No, it was just me sat in the living room of my house crying for an hour and a half. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Good songs though. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jack, was that the answer you had in mind as well? Were, were you going to go for Yellow Submarine? No, actually, that one, that one came up, so uh, that's the extent of my research. Um, I've, yeah. I've never seen Yellow Submarine, but I, I've been on a uh, one, like a 3D ride um, where it was like, right. clips of the films, and you're like, I don't know why I'm doing the actions, no one can see this. Um, and it was like a roller coaster, so it was like he was actually in the movie. That was quite cool. Um, but no, I've not seen them. Is it good? No. No. <laughs> no. No, it's that late 60s nonsense. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> That's what it is. It's annoying, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> let's head over for Team 2, and let's see what question they have. Movie brat and superhero fan Martin Scorsese often uses songs for juxtaposition as they communicate tone in his films, but which one of his, f- uh, but which one of his movies features the following songs? Rack to Riches by Tony Bennett, Baby I Love You by Aretha Franklin, and Sunshine of Your Love by Cream. Oh, Martin Scorsese. Mm. What a prick. <laughs> uh, he looks uh, like a prick, though. It's, it's the chin. It's, yeah. I don't trust the man with a chin that big, you know? Yeah, yeah that with his little furry, with his like little uh, prehensile mm. eyebrows that he's got going on now. He spends a lot of his time sitting next to uh, Fran, what's her name, and laughing, didn't he? Um... Yeah, Martin Scorsese. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I know the answer to this, but uh, okay. <laughs> so don't worry, Sarah. We're all right. We're doing. Well, that's right. easy then, isn't it? Pretend you don't. I know. I'm going to pretend that I don't for, okay. for the next five minutes. Oh, is it? Uh, is it Raging Bull? Because that's <laughs> probably the least. Oh, actually, uh, is it uh, Seven Years in Tibet? Because that's probably the most unlikely one to have. <laughs> Hugo. Rags to riches. <laughs> Is it Hugo? Is it that one? It's Is it Jack? No, that was no, that was Francis Ford Coppola. Um, <laughs> I watched uh, I watched the Martin Scorsese film last night for over four hours long. Which it's one was it? No Direction Home, and it has practically none of those songs in it. That Wonderful. You what so the I film like... is he has so all of those songs are in this one film. Is that the question? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Which yeah. film okay. is that? It's probably one of his best films because the thing is, right? Scorsese has been a great director since like 1970, and he's done loads of really, really great movies. And then he won the—he's only ever won the best director and best picture Oscar once for possibly his worst film, which has big divorced dad energy going for it. The Departed, which I don't know if you've ever oh, seen yeah. it. It is—it is an appalling movie. It is absolutely fucking rotten it is I, I honestly like I watched it and I was like I couldn't it's one of the few films that I've ever sat through going the fuck is good I enjoyed <laughs> it I enjoyed it the first time I watched it but I watched it again recently and I just yeah it was just like oh that, it just feels a bit eggy in parts yeah it's two hours of actors doing their best Boston accents I parked the car in Harvard Yard and all that sort of shit right and just going and yelling homophobic slurs at each other for two hours and at the end a rat in the in the gangster sense, gets killed, and the camera points from him to a rat walking across the back of the scene. 
in what is like the most heavy-handed use. <laughs> and they play Rat in Me Kitchen by UB40. <laughs> they might as well have done. They might as well have done. And yeah. that was the one he won the fucking Oscar for. And that it's just it's appalling. It's like I I think he could probably get away. Like if you if you were to go and release a movie and you just said it's just two hours of Mark Wahlberg and and Alec oh. Baldwin saying homophobic slurs to each other in a Boston accent. And it's directed by Martin Scorsese. Every dad on the planet would go and pay money to go and see that film. It's, it's a fucking. It is an absolute stinker. Sarah, are you a Scorsese fan? Not really. No. No. Have you watched any movies whatsoever? I don't think so. List list some, and I'll see if I have. Uh, oh, that's a good question for me. I didn't I mean, expect to be asked questions in this. Yeah, what? Scorsese did uh, did a great thing. Also, like it, Scorsese is the person who once went and cast Willem Dafoe as Jesus Christ <laughs> in The Last Temptation of Christ. Uh, he did Taxi Driver. Uh, he did, and, and uh, Bowie was uh, pilot. Yeah, it's David Bowie was Pontius Pilate. Fucking matter. Yeah, Willem Dafoe was was Jesus. It's yeah. the weirdest fucking movie. Gary Glitter was Judas. I, I thought it was dodgy a lot of that. What <laughs> yeah. other Martin Scorsese movies are there? He did Wolf, uh, of, Wall Wolf of Wall Street, Kun Lun. Yeah, that uh, was no, sick. Kun what, the, no, yeah. not the, new, the new one, yeah. Yeah, Wolf of Wall Street. <coughs> With Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio in it. Yeah, that yeah. One. yeah, he did that one. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah. 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 I like E.T. <laughs> E.T., yeah. Yeah, I just like... I, it's got nothing to do with what we're talking about. I just want people to know yeah. I like E.T. Oh, not, not the film, lovely. the man. <laughs> oh, are you coming over all Javier Bardem? There was a, like this morning, there was a thing in the news where Javier Bardem, in the middle of an interview, completely unbidden, without any leading questions, basically went, yeah, ever since I was a kid, I've always had a crush on E.T. Wow. And like... That's wonder. That's that's like you've got nothing left to lose if you're prepared to in the middle of an interview go. Yeah, I, I'd fuck ET. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent reckon ET's DTF. Uh, I would love to see what he'd do with that big shiny finger. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how old's ET? Is ET a child? <laughs> no, no, he's he's flying a spaceship. He's like a fully grown adult. He's just you know a bit. We don't know if he was flying the spaceship. Well, he clearly no, wasn't just flying the spaceship, was he? They fucked off without I him. I mean, that would be a boring film if he was the pilot. Be like, oh, <laughs> that's fine. They could go nowhere without me. <laughs> so, um, Team 2, do you have any idea what the answer is? Which uh, Scorsese film features those songs? We know the answer. And the answer is... We do. Bethany oh, Black. <laughs> Goodfellas. That was uh, that was really slick and correct. Well done, like fantastic flair. In fact, I don't often do this, but a bonus point for flair there. That was fantastic stuff. That's uh, brilliant. Well done. <laughs> yes, we're going to win this this week. <laughs> so excited! If I knew that was an option, I'd have given you flair. Like, don't just like throw that at us. Uh, well, I'm sorry. You're not just, cheated. So. I, didn't che- I knew good fellas, but I kept my mouth shut because I did the swamp trading. <laughs> I could have pinched that point, but I let you have it. So let's head uh, back to the Jets. And Kendrick Lamar is a musical mastermind, and he took his genius into Hollywood in 2018, where he produced and curated a full soundtrack album alongside composer Ludwig Joransson for a mainstream movie. But which film was it that Kendrick Lamar worked on? Know this one? Why are you giving this question to them? (laughs) Yeah, I know this one. Isn't that interesting, Sarah? Because I was literally about to say, "Can we have a Beatles question now?" (laughs) (laughs) Because I've heard of the Beatles. Um, (laughs) I was going to do an ET one, Michael, but we sadly didn't do that. Fucking love ET, mate. 
Do you know when I do you know when I start crying? And if I put ET on, do you know what point of the movie I start crying? The font <laughs> of the opening credits. That's when I start crying. I can't bear the fact that I know what ET is going to go through. I can't bear it. As soon as those credits, it's the color of the credits. And have, I you just drunk, go, have you drunk eight stouts by then, though? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I mean, just as I did when the movie came out. Yes. <laughs> it's a tradition, Sarah. Yeah. That's, in my day, that's how you got into the cinema. Well, you seem pissed. It's legit. <laughs> they pat you down. Hey, do, take this breathalyzer test. You're not drunk enough. Go and give it. Yeah. Have another stout, mate. <laughs> You yeah. must be at least this drunk to watch E.T. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Departed, divorced dad drunk. That's how. <laughs> Sat there with your little inflatable E.T. Yeah. I fucking love you. <laughs> oh, no, I wouldn't see anything bad happen to you. Um, <laughs> listen, I don't mind you making fun of me, but don't make fun of E.T., okay? <laughs> Sorry, man. Hey, the guy went through a fucking lot, okay? So, right, let me Kendrick Lamar did a film soundtrack, and we have to guess what the film... Well... Yeah. Technically, we have to know. He curated a film soundtrack with Ludwig Jorensen. Yes. Who is that, Ludwig Jorensen? Because he sounds like he shouldn't still be alive. Because like Ludwig, <laughs> I thought it was like Mozart or something. Yeah, he's he's a he's a Swedish songwriter who worked with a guy called uh, Dennis Pop, who <laughs> you might not have heard of, but you will have definitely heard almost all of the songs that him and the rest of the guys, a guy called Max Martin, who all worked at the same studio I've got to work on he worked yeah Dennis Pop he, they all worked on songs like uh, Britney Spears Hit Me Baby One More Time uh, Backstreet Boys Insane didn't he do uh, the uh, working men's clubs with uh, Johnny Bafter yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's him yeah yeah with Johnny Bafter yeah yeah went their separate ways uh, after they uh, had a falling out in Cleethorpes <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure Kendrick Lamar sounds a more up to date name than Ludwig though <laughs> Kendrick Lamar is like I stand at the foot of the grave of Kendrick Lamar. He died in the workhouse. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could, that sounds legit to me. <laughs> is it Oliver Twist? Did he do all the music? <laughs> is, is that your final answer? Because I can no! <laughs> Do you still need a clue at this point? Do you need a bit of a helping is hand? It, is it E.T. yet? <laughs> you can keep on trying, but still not E.T. I mean, I do, oh. by the way, I do know the answer, but is it, it E.T.? <laughs> This is so frustrating because I know the answer. Of course we all know, the, but we have to dance around. I, I don't know the answer because I'm not... Well, um, see, I'll be honest with you, Jack. I'm sort of down with uh, the hippity-hoppity kids. Oh, see, now all of a sudden I've lost confidence. Maybe it's not this. <laughs> Jorensen. Jorensen. <laughs> see, I, I think it's Black Panther, but for me it's not. Panther. Black Panther, yeah, yeah. Sarah and Beth, yeah. is, that, is that correct? Yeah, that is yeah, correct. It is correct. correct. Yeah. correct. Sick um, soundtrack as well. Very Hang on, yeah, mate, you have someone else if it's it. correct. <laughs> no, I know it's correct, but I'm trying to add a bit of tension to it. I'm the, oh, cut. You know what? Minus one for Flair. <laughs> you have to give it to me. It's going to be the only answer I will know in this whole in this whole uh, podcast, I'm telling you. Right, 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 right. Matt, 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 Flair. That's interesting you should say that. You had a problem because I argued with you. Are you saying that John McEnroe didn't have flair? <laughs> I would say, if anything, two more points for leg flair. Michael. Which, which is arguing. 
Michael, he's he's now having to Google who John McEnroe is. Well, I know who John McEnroe is because <laughs> yeah. because it was on um, that new um, Never Have I Ever, and it's he's very he adds like a mentor figure, lovely stuff. That's only how I've ever known of him. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot be serious. <laughs> yeah, that's genuine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't get that reference, no, Michael. No, I don't. That's but, how young like, he is. Yeah. The thing is, right? Like uh, sometimes, like uh, like there's. Uh, there's a often in this podcast you'll say something and I go I recognise it's a joke but I don't know the reference and I just yeah. well, it's not for me it's not for me is it oh, I don't think this podcast for anyone <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I, I, I absolutely applaud your bravery in being the host and admitting it <laughs> thank you uh, so let's head over to team two the Bond films are known for many things action espionage, and an alcoholic psychopath sleeping around and murdering his way around exotic locations. But it's also known for its epic and grand opening songs created by legendary artists. But can you tell me which is the only official Bond song to never chart in the UK or the US or fucking anywhere? It's not going to be a recent one, is it? It's going to be one from back in the day, I assume. Yeah, it's going to have to be. It's going to have to be. Whatever the theme was for Doctor No, I reckon. Do you know what that was? Is that the shittest one? Was it Shirley Bassey going, Doctor No? <laughs> Doctor No? You heard me, I said no. <laughs> and they call him Doctor No. <laughs> yeah, was it anything like that? Was it? <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah. Is, it, is that is that the right answer? Yeah. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Fastest round ever. <laughs> Great. All right. Okay. Let's fuck about for a bit. Um, uh, no. no for, well, um, do, do, do you know what the theme tune to Doctor No was? I've no idea what the theme tune to Doctor No was. It well, dun 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 dun. Was it not the actual James Bond theme? Yeah, and those are the actual lyrics. Dun 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 dun. It never works as a song, but written down, it's it's a beautiful oh, read. Beautiful. The theme tune was uh, Three Blind Mice. Oh, of course it was. And it was Three Blind yeah. Mice in Cod, Jamaican. I mean, I'm not saying the people who were doing it weren't Jamaican. It was Cod, Jamaican. It was like white people, 60s Jamaican. I was watching Paddington recently, and there's a bit with uh, a Jamaican steel band in it. Yeah. And one of the songs that they sing, because I watch everything with the subtitles on, uh, partly because of being autistic, and partly and partly because how else am I supposed to understand what the fuck they're saying when I'm eating crisps? <laughs> I uh, nailed it. Uh, I disco- I realised that the, some of the re- lyrics to one of those songs are really fucking racist. <laughs> I was like, because I was reading it and going. Oh shit! No, once you can actually read what they're saying as well as listen to it, this hits very differently. Uh, but yeah, so it wasn't the theme from Paddington, was it? It would be amazing. It would be amazing if the if the only uncharted Bond theme was the theme to Paddington. <laughs> yes, it's the one we used. <laughs> it was What's the it? only one. There was a war on. It was the only one we had available. <laughs> <laughs> We had one the theme, theme to Green Chill. Yeah. And then the Beatles arrived, and then suddenly we had songs. <laughs> we had no music before the Beatles. We had one tune, one theme tune for everything. <laughs> Sarah, are you, uh, are you, have you ever watched any Bond films, or is there anything, have you, were you ever into that kind of uh, the, the Bond mythology? No, never. Um, and when I was younger, people that liked Bond films were usually like massive goons. So I sort of like. <laughs> 
um, stayed away yeah. from it. But obviously, as I got older, I realised it is like you know classic films or whatever. But um, no, I was never really into them. But obviously, I knew like Shirley Bassey, and then the more recent people that used to do the theme tunes. But mm-hmm. yeah, I have no idea for this question, and I, and I don't know why it wouldn't chart because I thought they were always super popular. You know what I mean? Yeah, they always chose like big. There was always bangers. They were always like went and like brought in whoever was the biggest. Yeah. Biggest singer, like you know, Thunderball is forever. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we've all heard it. I can do them all. Yeah, <laughs> live and let die forever. There's <laughs> 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 definitely an Edinburgh fringe hour there for you, Beth. <laughs> and he's got a golden eye forever. <laughs> they all sound exactly the same. You can tell right the way up to the Billie Eilish yeah. one. <laughs> Billie Eilish singing Barton forever. It's exactly how it goes, isn't it? So, um, would you like a clue at this point, or do you know the answer? Uh, we're not taking a clue. We know we know the answer. Oh. oh. <laughs> well, that's a, bold, that's a bold move from Sarah. Oh. Look, you're not going to find someone more confident and arrogant that doesn't know the answers. <laughs> purely, <laughs> purely because Bethany's my, on my team. And I know you've got it in the bag. You'd be so good at poker. So mm. good at poker. I, I have no idea. I have no idea which one it is. What? Genuinely, I, th- I think no. Honestly, I think it's probably Doctor No on account of it's the first one. Yeah. Um. But other than that, I, I don't think Three Blind Mice was a theme tune. Right. Because going through them in order uh, that they were released. Right. Because you start off with Doctor No, and then after that you've got your Thunderball, and then after that you've got your uh, Spy Who Loved Me, and then. Uh, Oh, uh, yeah, and then, then Diamonds Are Forever. And then you get and they started getting like, really good after that, did they? Yeah, and then you got, like, The Man With The Golden Gun. Uh, like, all of, like, pretty much all of them that came out, including, like, the, the crappy ones with Timothy Dalton, uh, The Living Daylights. I and... really hope the answer is Live and Let Die. That'd be amazing. <laughs> That'd, That'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> Just didn't chat. Yeah, we, we, we weren't into it. And then there's like this, the, there's the trick one, which isn't actually a Bond film, but it has Sean Connery in playing James Bond, which is mm. see you're dead, James. Never, never say never. Yeah, never say never again. That's it. Uh, and then there's possibly if Matt is going off non-canonical James Bond ones, then it's possibly the original Casino Royale uh, with David Niven as James Bond. Well, in fact, it's got every big star of the time including Woody Allen as James Bond in that it could be uh, could be the radio version with Bob Holness is it the is it the favourite is it the thing the favourite question yeah yeah because that was my favourite thing because Bob Holness did play uh, was the first actor to play James Bond on the radio yeah. on Radio 4 uh, mm. which is why I love that on Blockbusters that what they should have had is, can I have a C please Bob yes which C stole my job <laughs> uh, so. Connery uh, yeah, so, yeah, right. Is, is Doctor No your final answer? Well, the fact that you went, do you know what it is, right? And then you went, yes, it is, right, really early on. And then after that, you acted like it probably wasn't. So now I'm not sure. I'm uh, going to go with Doctor No. Yeah, let's go with that. Um, I said it jokingly earlier, and it is incorrect. Absolutely ah! incorrect. Um, uh, it is totally. Um, but what I'll do, I'll throw it over to the other, t- other team. Uh, and the clue is, it is a Roger Moore film. Roger Moore. Ah. More. More. I, I okay. uh, classically trained. Uh, I'm going to have to push you for an answer here. Um, which which one do you, uh, if you, if you have any idea, say it now. Can you tell me the name of the film to give us like another clue? <laughs> Right, you're losing your flare points here, boys. I mean, no, 
we, we need flare points, okay? We need <laughs> flare points. We've got such a great opportunity in our hands right now. And I'm going to go for Octopussy. And the reason I think Octopussy is, is right is because it's shit. Yeah, um, Octopussy is forever. Yeah. yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to second Octopussy purely on the fact because I can't think of any other titles. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Moonraker had some sort It's Moonraker. Of it's Moonraker. Moonraker. It's He's the man. Yeah. The man who's got a big rake. On the moon. I'm overruling Michael and going for Moonraker. If you think you have it in your hearts, then let's go for it. Well, fortunately for both of you, you're both incorrect. And um, the answer is... Oh, good. Uh, Lulu with the Man with the Golden Gun. In man with the Golden Gun room. by Lulu. Is that what... Sorry, there's a bit yeah. of a delay on the man connection here. The <laughs> <laughs> man with the Golden Gun. That, that one slaps. That is actually a really good track. It's a really That's good ridiculous. song, yeah. It, yeah. it followed after, obviously, 1972 was Live and Let Die, Paul McCartney, and yeah, yeah. 1973. Um, the, I, yeah, I, I don't know why. It's one of the ones uh, I didn't really know about. Uh, Wait, a man, what a golden gun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and that's the end of round one. So let's have a look at the points. What is the point? I don't know. Uh, is round one? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm beating you for three hours. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up a bit quicker in the, in the other sections. But um, Team 1 are feeling happy, like Despicable Me too, with four points, whereas Team B may lose yourself, 8 Mile, with three points. That's all to play for. After one spy, it's time to play I Spy. What's that I Spy, my little eye? Oh, it's round two, Sheer Chart Attack. In this round, we're going to shake things up, but not stir them, as we're going to talk about the music from the JBCU, which is the James Bond Cinematic Universe. As discussed in round one, there are a lot of Bond themes. Our teams have to guess what chart position it peaked at, at in the official UK singles charts. In the first uh, section, whoever gets it right or closest gets control of the board and will have to tell me whether the next singles I'll name will be higher or lower in the hit parades. So, let's give it a Play go. Play your charts right. Play, oh, see, that's that's good, that is. That's very good. Uh, what it is. <laughs> in case that incredibly convoluted description of what it is we're supposed to be doing. We've got to guess what number it charted and whether the subsequent song was higher or lower. There we go. So. You see, not only do you watch stuff with subtitles, you technically are subtitles <laughs> for this podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> Wonderful. I appreciate yeah. that. It makes my job a lot easier to be <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the first one for both teams to think about, Living Daylights by Aha. Ooh. So. Hey, what, 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 what number did it peak at rather than come in at? Yeah, sorry, peak at. Okay, I'm... What film was that with Aha? Uh, Living, Living Daylights. Daylights. Living Daylights. It's the first Timothy Dalton one. Mm. He did, yeah, he did two. He did The Living Daylights and then he did Licence to Kill, which was uh, Gladys Knight who sang that. I've got a license to kill. Forever. <laughs> it's wonderful. That's it was. I, I reckon it's going to be relatively, it's definitely going to be a top five, surely. It's Aha, right? What year did the film come out? You are twenty eight. You weren't. You weren't twenty eight at the time, because I wasn't twenty eight at the time. It's late eighties. It's yeah. like late yeah, eighty seven, eighty eight. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna go with four, and, and I. I think I'm pushing my luck there. 
And but I think four. Well, you and Jack have to come to an agreement. Uh, Jack, are you happy with four? Or do you want to go Jack, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. It's no, four. you can't say that to a guest. I was just going to be nice towards him then, but fuck it, I'll overrule again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> eight. Eight you go for. To be fair, you, you probably are right there. Okay, so Beth and Sarah? I think like six. Okay. Or do you reckon it'd be top five? I don't think it is. I think it didn't make the top ten personally. Oh, really? But it could well have done. It could well have been at number one for ages. But, but aha, were they in their were they in their prime then? They were. It yeah. was like yeah, it was yeah. Their first uh, take on me was like world breaking success, and then they. Did, I'd, uh, I'd seen them live by the time this came out, so that's yeah. Like you got to think if the, them as artists yeah. are big, and then plus the film as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they did that, and they did Crywolf, and then uh, yeah, and then the, and then this was like the the next one that came out. So yeah, no, it probably is. It was probably like top five. So yeah, should we? I I mean, I, I reckon. You. What do you reckon? Higher. Higher. Okay, we'll go for higher. So we'll go for higher than than that. So they went for eight. We'll go for seven. Yeah. Okay. Tactically played there and yeah. correctly played because Boom. Uh, uh, it was coming at number five. So Michael would be the closest. You stupid oh, wow. Jack. You <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your house burns down in your sleep, you stupid cunt. <laughs> <laughs> This is why I, I have to put the guest for this reason because I thought this is another poor. It's the first question I ask when I book on him Are you a stupid cunt? If they go, What? I go, oh, You are one then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You either know or you don't, right? Well um, done. Yeah, no, but, no, but they'd have played the tactic anyway if we'd have said four. So they'd have done that. We'd have lost anyway, Michael. So. Okay. You know what? Do you know what, Jack? We'll talk about this later. <laughs> I, I'm not saying when, but I have a date and a time and a place in my head. And I'll be there four days after the date. Oh, oh you, no, you will be there. You just don't yeah. know where it is. One day, Jack, you'll be leaving a gig and Michael will apparently be on in an entirely different part of the world. Oh, hang on. Do I have to go to one of his stage? gigs? <laughs> if I have to go to one of his gigs, I'm not interested in killing him. <laughs> It's not worth it. <laughs> so, Sarah and Beth have control of the board. And the next song, you have to say higher or lower than Aha's uh, peaked at number five, Goldfinger by Shirley Bassey, um, which we which we all love. The man with the golden finger. Yeah, we know that one. That's how it goes, isn't it? Yep, absolutely. Uh, uh, I reckon that that was probably a number one hit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I reckon so. I'm going to go higher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, for all shells. Unfortunately, you are wrong and lose control of the board. What? It peaked. Remember, this is a UK singles chart. Don't fuck this up, Jack. Don't fuck 21. It peaked at 21. Fucking hell. Wow. Yeah. I'm shocked by Shirley, that. Shirley, if you're listening, you're a disappointment. <laughs> Shirley. <laughs> you should have tried harder. That's all I'm saying. So. Um, so. Back to Michael and Jack, uh, the, the, the power couple that keeps on getting stronger. Um, so, higher or lower than Goldfinger at 21, The World Is Not Enough by Garbage. Uh, I'm pretty confident it's higher than 21. Although, I wouldn't say a Bond classic. Jack, are we, are we, are we cool? I'll, I'll let you uh, have this one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, okay. And then, uh, and then, if it is wrong, I can call you a stupid cunt. So, good luck. Go on. 
<laughs> no, to be, to be, do you know what? What I like about that is that is a quality in action. So thank you very much. <laughs> thank you for leading the way, Jack. Um, <clears throat> well, as a person with uh, split parents, you've given me a lot of flashbacks tonight, you two. Like, shut up, lot. Matt. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. Hang on. There's another one. Uh, <laughs> Matt, thank you for the question. I'm going to go what I'm going to go what higher. Where? Um, we're going to go. Where? Yeah. And you are both correct. It is higher. And uh, do you know what number roughly off the top of your head? Um, I, I'm going to go for just about the top 10, like nine. Not, not quite. It's 11. 11. Oh, okay. Came, so World is Not Enough by Garbage came in at 11. So J Jack got that right. Yes. See? Admittedly you after the answer, but you got it right. <laughs> so you can still control the board. And next one is Live and Let Die by Paul McCartney and Wings. Is it higher and lower than Garbage is 11? It's It's got to be higher, Jack. It's got to be higher. And I swear to God, all the fabric of reality will be shredded if it if it didn't come higher than 11, Definitely. right? It's got to be. It's got to be. Because that's like Matt, the Bond Matt, theme. Right. It's, the, it's exactly it's the theme to Bond themes. Matt, don't let us down. And I mean it. If we've got this wrong, that's on you. <laughs> so is your final but, answer higher? It's, it's higher. It's higher. We're going more higher. Sarah and Beth, what would you have said in this situation? Yeah, no, I reckon they're right. I'll put you out of your suspense. You are right. And Living That Die came in at number nine. Number nine, which is, I th probably felt lower than I thought. I mean, yeah, that's way, that's way lower. Yeah. Um, and again, another point for you. A couple more to go. License to Kill by Gladys Knight. Higher or lower than Paul McCartney's uh, and Wings Living That Die at nine. This I higher or lower thing is slightly confusing me because... Number nine is like lower. Higher in the ch it's a chart, Jack. It's a it's a it's a higher. Yeah, chart. yeah. yeah higher as one. That affects my uh, questions and answers. Which if <laughs> oh, we can go back and change you know some what? of them, <laughs> if I could reset my eleven plus, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> so, um, do you think? Uh, so, what do you think of License to Kill by Gladys Knight? Another Timothy Dalton one. Higher or lower, do you reckon? What um, year was this? Because right. Gladys Knight was. Uh, was a big one, wasn't she? In a day? This is yeah, 89. 89. Yeah, 89. I, I, I think I'm going to be <clears throat> wrong in saying it's lower, but I'm sticking with lower. What do you think, Jack? Mm, I think it is probably a trick question in getting us to say lower. Yeah, I know. I've, 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 I already feel tricked. I, do, I don't think two people have ever gone through this much pressure before <laughs> in, in, in existence. Certainly not without one of them coughing to try and help him win a million pounds. <laughs> Lower! Topical! Sorry, yeah, I know. Right? There. <laughs> Topical <laughs> gag. We'll go yeah. high, 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 lower. I guess I'm going lower, but I'll be honest with you, I'm I'm so uncomfortable with the whole thing. It's lower, I'm afraid. Sorry, it's higher, it's higher, it's higher. It's, oh, oh my it's god! <laughs> what a fucking Oscars <laughs> moment that was! Sorry, I got confused by the numbers oh, as well, Jack. See how yeah. it's funny how that happens, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Jack, we're La La Land. <laughs> so yeah, license to kill came at number six, so it is higher um, than that. So well, if you ah, listen, ah, I actually said higher. Uh, no, I'm not having that. One more, and you lose flare points, young man. So uh, um, <laughs> shit. Same age as you, you bloody weirdo. Carry on. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I just I had to use my assertiveness. Uh, I do apologise. I, I do take it back. Okay, <laughs> we, we we didn't apologising for being assertive. I love that. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry I was assertive. I'll never do that again. <laughs> yeah. No, and no, you won't, will you? No. Attention, if that's all right. <laughs> so, um, Sir and Beth are back in control of the board, and there's two more points to play for. So, higher or lower than Gladys Knight's license to kill. We have all the time in the world, Louis Armstrong. I think that was higher. I think that actually managed to make it to number one. Although that might not have been at the time that that Bond movie came out. I don't I know. I have no idea. So um, from impulse alone, Sarah, higher or lower? I'm always going to say higher. I'm a higher girl. <laughs> yeah. It's just my default answer. We're optimists. We think it's higher. Yeah. All we care about is that everyone who released a record had a lovely time. Mm. Well, that's a very lovely sentiment. And for that... You, you you are correct because it's yeah, yeah. it come in at number three and f- uh, final one of the, of the board is uh, higher or lower than Louis Armstrong at number three Thunderball by Tom Jones lower, lower. gotta be lower even at that point like it wasn't it was no Delilah that was his song that kept oh no not unusual wasn't it that kept the Beatles off number one for mm. like six weeks um, yeah no it's it's none of those Thunderball. And they called it a thunderbolt. Di, 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 di. Yeah, it's uh, terrible. Yeah, it's, uh, got yeah, it's got to be lower. I think they're wrong. Really? Oh, no, I don't now. <laughs> no, not anymore. Well, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> I just, I was just saying that in case uh, they, we got the point. If if they got it, so, <laughs> carry on, carry on. And finishing off this round in style and with much flair, it, you are absolutely correct. It is lower. It came at number thirty-five, which is a wow. Uh, yeah. Significantly, uh, quite quite a low one on the charts. Yeah. But, uh, yeah fuck you, Jones. <laughs> so controlling the board uh, at the end was Sarah and Beth, and valiantly uh, a lot of good points there. At the end of that round, uh, nobody does it better than Team B with uh, eight points, but uh, Team A are absolutely fucked a pussy with seven points. So, fuck <laughs> <laughs> loose. But loose, <laughs> put on your cinematic shoes. It's time for round three. Reboot. <laughs> oh, that timing was perfect. That was beautiful. <laughs> that made them for fuck the pussy, didn't it? That's good. Don't you wish we had a name for round three? Don't you wish this round had an identity? Don't you? So, in this round, I'm going to give the team some lyrics that we all know and love, but we're going to reinvent them in a new way. Tons of movie franchises get restarted uh, with a whole new cast and themes. So I'm going to let our Fantastic Four give it a go too, but this time with songs. So I want our teams to rewrite the lyrics of songs that famously appear in feature films. Teams, you're going to have a couple of minutes to give it a go, but um, can you, for the first parameter, um, ju- uh, this is just for The first us. parameter? Yeah. I loved parameter. We, I don't think we've had parameter in this yet. That's good. Isn't- is so, that not the uh, the one with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, where he has to go to a Central American jungle with uh, Carl Weathers? And do you know what? I've <laughs> never seen stuff. that film. Um, what? Right. What's so what, the whole point of this round is that I'm going to give you a famous uh, song, and you have to um, just change the lyrics in the same, um, but to make it fit the, the thing. So uh, the first one is teams. Can you give me these uh, uh, two lyrics? A gritty action movie reboot. And the first one is, I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep because I miss you, babe. And I don't want to miss a thing. There you go. So can you give that a gritty action movie reboot? So can you make that into an action-y vibe? 
a gritty, a gritty action vibe. When you say it, mate, they, 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 do you mean sing it differently? Rewrite the lyrics. Or rewrite them. Don't just, don't just, because tonally you could just keep them the same and just say it very well, aggressively. You, you, you can do that if you want. That would work. Since, uh, since Sarah and Beth are in the lead, Beth, would you like to start us off? Yeah. <clears throat> Go on then. Don't want to close my eyes. Don't want to turn my back because you've got a gun. And I don't trust you with those things. <laughs> that's lovely stuff. And let's head over to Sarah. Sarah, what are your reboot lyrics? I don't want to shoot you, mate. <laughs> I don't want to blow your face off because I love you, babe, and I want all of your cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is what, yeah, layers. That layers. feels like the subtext. That feels that's the subtext real. to every Guy Ritchie film, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. That's, that's... It's the script. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's head over to the other team. Jack, can we hear your gritty reboot lyrics? I can't close my eyes. I can't fall asleep. But I will find you and I will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way that sighed is like you were at a doctor's been like, uh, I, I can't sleep. Uh, I, I can't close my eyes. I do need some uh, pills for it, if you don't mind. That is 100% <laughs> taken. <laughs> what I love about what I love about what I love about the movie Taken, right, is that like when you're writing stuff for TV and films, you'll occasionally reach a point where you go, I can't figure out what it is. Let's just go and put a holding thing in here. It might be a reference that might go out of date at some point. And so you go, ah, oh, we'll just have this like a as a as a placeholder. We'll come up with something better at the time. And Taken has one of my favourite placeholders that actually made it into the film. Because the whole basis of the film is that they clearly, when they're writing it, going, yes, these girls are just like following a band around Europe for the whole summer. What what band? It's 2005. What band do 17-year-old girls like? Ah, fuck it. I don't know. We'll put you two in for now, and then we'll see. And that is who they are travelling around Europe following to watch. They've gone to watch every U2 concert. Oh, man. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and to give uh, his own impersonation of you two right now, it's Michael Legg. Michael, what? I, I think that was a bit of a loaded thing, which I didn't <clears> mean. <throat> but yeah, Michael, what <laughs> uh, Yeah. Do you know, if you are going to insult me, I didn't mean that. No, no, I, what happened there? I was just like, I was trying to do a nice segue, but I realised the segue had connotations which I didn't mean. And uh, I, I was Matt, like, I think. Matt, uh, yeah, Matt, okay. Matt, 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 give me back my country. Okay, <laughs> you stupid English cunt. Now here we go. You get a bonus flare point. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. A guilt point. <laughs> it's pronounced flare. <laughs> uh, am I allowed to sing my lyrics? I know uh, we've we've decided. Please, please. But I I want that flare point. So I, I if it's okay with you, I'd like to sing it. Please. Yeah. I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep. But this is a good day to die hard. And I don't mind missing it. (laughs) (laughs) So I think I'm going to... Uh, this is unprecedented at this point, but I think I loved them both so much. I'm going to split the points between Jack and Sarah there. Woo! The next idea is, can you lower the unrealistic expectations in these lyrics? So, um, we're going to try this one. Flash, ah, saviour of the universe. Bam, 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 bam. Flash, ah, he'll save every one of us. There you go. It's the Flash lyrics. 
Uh, can you lower the unrealistic expectations in those lyrics? We're going to start off with Jack, please. Jack, what are your unrealistic expectations in your lyrics? Flash, ah, washing machines live longer with Calgon. <laughs> really fantastic stuff. Michael. Frida, ah, co-assistant at the British Heart Foundation. <laughs> Frida, ah, she'll ask her manager if they can accept your old sofa. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me this weekend. It's great. That's Frida for you. That's Frida. In a nutshell. Uh, and let's head over to Sarah. All oh, right, this is really shit, but there we go. And I don't know much about Flash, so this is really lame. Flash, my clothes are too tight for me. Flash, I run fast but can't multitask because I'm a man. <laughs> Lovely stuff. <laughs> um, sexist, so you're cancelled. Yes, I am sexist. <laughs> Sorry, but it's also oh, true. No. It's it's fine. It's fine. we can accept that. <laughs> and Beth, your lyrics, please. Blink. Ah, uh, <laughs> it might be an engine fault. <laughs> Blink. Ah, uh, yeah, that light means I should probably just pull over. <laughs> Nice. There you go. I'm not, no savioring of the universe. Maybe a savioring of, of my, my car engine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a tough one there. So, But I'm going to give the points to Michael and Jack that round. Strong work there. And flare points? You already got a flare point because I felt guilty about the whole Bono situation, and I'm sorry. The Bono um, situation? That's a terrible way to really? refer to the troubles. That's, that's how you... <laughs> Can we have another flare point? point? Yeah. You can, yeah. <laughs> okay. can we have a good Friday flare point? <laughs> and finally, the final part of Reboot is we're going to whittle these lyrics down to as few words as possible. Just remember, you're the one thing I can't get enough of. So I'll tell you something, this could be love. Because I've had the time of my life. No, I've never felt this way before. <coughs> yeah, I swear, it's the truth. And I owe it all to you. Whoa. What a shame that our uh, listeners couldn't see Matt blowing us a kiss, because that, I'll be honest with you, mate, that's a flare point. <laughs> mate, I've, I'm winning with my flare points oh, right now. So, so it's not going to be like the song, you just got to make it smaller? Yeah, you can whittle it down to as few words as possible to kind of get the essence of it. You know, really, they uh, editorialise it as much as possible. So, Beth, can we hear your lyrics oh. whittled down to, to as few words as possible? Yeah. Been a good night, wanna fuck? <laughs> that's good, that, wonderful stuff. I uh, love that. And uh, let's go to Jack. Jack, what are um, your lyrics? <laughs> I forgot the question. Um, uh, <laughs> let's do the list. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Oh. Michael. <laughs> um, can you remind me what the lyrics are, please? <sighs> uh, just remember, you're the one thing I can't get enough of, so I'll tell you something. This could be love, because I've had the time of my life. No, I've never felt like this just before. Yes, I swear it's true. And I owe it all to you. Uh, what I've got here is uh, cheers. 
And uh, to wrap things up on this reboot round, Sarah, what are your Whittled lyrics? Um, I've got daddy issues, let's fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't he, like, so much older than her? Yeah, and I feel I'm going to give Beth and Sarah those points there. So, yes! I welded down to one word! You said (laughs) well it down to the fewest... I won! Won there! Uh, Yeah, but it was shit. It was a shit word. It was a shit word. (laughs) You fucking fascist! (laughs) One word, mate. It was... You didn't. You didn't even choose a good one. You've uh, you gained a bonus flare point there because I. Oh. If you if you want points, oh, just fucking come on, Matt. Okay, flare point for Beth. What? Uh, oh, um, what? No, now uh, is it is it going to come bully Matt? Jack get flare point. <laughs> no, don't write. I'm putting my foot down here. All right. I know where um, you live. <laughs> come, come on then, find me. I don't care. Like, Do you know what? I'd, I'd love to pop around and have a lovely time. Yeah, and I'll, I'll get you a lovely set out. It'd be lovely. Well, that sounds great. That sounds delightful. Okay, so. You sack <laughs> so. of shit. <laughs> so, uh, uh, before the final round, uh, Team B are asking us to not forget about them with 12 points, but Team A are speeding away in front, like in Baby Driver, with 14 points. That's all to play for as we go into our final round. Quick fire. Then faster, do it quickly Ensure you deliver sickly Questions about music business Relentlessly in the In the cinema, unlike the massage parlour I often find it's very hard. Um, sorry, in the cinema, unlike the massive parlour, I often find it's hard to get a happy ending. So instead uh, of that satisfying finale, we just going to we're just going for a brisk finish with our quick fire round. First team to hit their buzzer gets to answer. If they get it wrong, it goes to the other team. Here we go, Michael's team. Your buzzer. You just have to shout John Williams. Let's try that now. Three, two, one. John Williams. Lovely stuff. And Bethany's team, I want you to shout, Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Zimmer. Inventor of the frame. (laughs) So here's a quick fire round. Question one. In Toy Story, who wrote, you got a friend in me? Hans Zimmer. Zimmer. That is Beth. Oh. Fuck, it's his name. Randy Newman. Oh, shit, I know it. Randy Newman. Randy Newman. That's the one. I said it. I said it. Uh, I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna allow Sarah to answer on uh, Beth's behalf. That is yes. is Randy Newman. Uh, lovely stuff. One point there. Question number two: Kiss from a Rose by Seal became a big hit because of which superhero film? Batman Returns, John Williams. <laughs> what, Batman Returns, John Williams. Uh, Hans Zimmer. Like fucking, uh, like fucking John Williams will wipe his cock on that film. <laughs> Hans Zimmer. Batman ba- Returns. Batman Forever. Oh, um, is it? Fuck, it you're, is. Right. you're right, Beth, you're right, Beth you're right. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, because Batman Returns is good. <laughs> it actually helped save the film, that one. Baby! Question three. Which band created the song I Disappear for Mission Impossible 2? Hans Zimmer. Uh, John Williams. Uh, That's uh, Beth again. Limp Biscuit. John Will Young. Oh, Incorrect. Oh, Michael. It is Metallica. Oh, correct. Of course it is. <laughs> Absolutely correct there. Of course it's it a... is. It's the other one that they did. Oh, for fuck's sake. Don't um, you fucking call Metallica the other one to Limp Biscuit. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just I saying. I know no, you no. live as well. No. 
No, mate, fucking can't. Do you want me to pop round? Because I will fucking, fucking pop round, Bethany. You you get those fucking titties and you get them calmed down. <laughs> lunch, give them a little a whole lunch. Give them a little tickle under their chin. Make sure that they're calmed the fuck down. No, I was saying Limp Bizkit wrote the other one. Not that, not that Metallica was the other one. Fucking hell. You know I have more respect for Metallica than this. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I've calmed down now, then. This is my favourite part of the entire podcast. Good. <laughs> Well, of course, it's near the end. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? It's our favourite part as well, to be fair, yeah. Uh, should they have created the song I Disappear? No. But it was better than saying Anger. Question four. Uh, Coolio's Gangster's Paradise was made famous from Dangerous Minds, but which lead star did they have in that film? John Williams. Michael. Michelle Pfeiffer. Correct. Oh, so it's uh, pretty neck and neck at this point. So it's all to play for. Um, question number five. Bruce, Brings Bruce Springsteen won an Oscar for writing which of his songs in 1993? John uh, Williams. Hans Zimmer. Uh, I'm going to go for Beth there. Uh, it was, uh, what? Or, it was for the movie Philadelphia. Me. He did Streets of Philadelphia. <laughs> I feel like this point. What a piece of shit Philadelphia. It was the what? Because he had the two. Because the other one was Neil Young, which was a lot higher. Because uh, Bruce mumbled his way through his. Streets of Philadelphia. Whereas Neil Young went for the city of brotherly love. Place I go home. Don't turn your back on me now. <laughs> yeah, if you're going, you should have leveled them both out. Like, like the Bee Gees. Like decent songs. Yeah, yeah, basically. He's uh, the Canadian Bee Gees. That's what they call him. Neil Young. Uh, well, um, that is absolutely correct. And uh, three more questions remain. And uh, I'm going to give preference to Jack and Sarah this time around. So uh, we'll give everyone a fair <laughs> crack. <laughs> Which music artist appears and sings their own song in Back to the Future? Uh, John Williams. Uh, John Williams! Jack... All for you. Hugh and Lewis. Yes, mate. And the news, oh. correct? Absolutely. Well done. Uh, the, the news, the news are not actually in the film. Yeah, and you didn't say you said okay, which that. Right, I'm, I'm sorry. I just and he doesn't actually and he doesn't actually sing his song in the film, but his song is featured in the film and he appears in it. Yeah, it's well, a trick I guess question. Say, I guess saying I think that's Boyd. The song in the film. <laughs> I think we can all agree. We can all agree that I got the point. This though. is meant to be the quick fire round, people. <laughs> you know what? I'd say a couple of flare points thrown on Jack right now. I, I all right, I, you've, I, you've lost the flare. Point there, Michael. You lost. You lost the. Yeah, but then I should immediately gain one. Okay. Yeah. That, all right. No, let's move on. No, move no, on. no. Penultimate I respect that decision. <laughs> I've been playing this really shitty game on my phone, and it's got really dodgy copyright issues where they've taken things from popular culture and, and sort of included it, but they've had to change the name slightly. And they've got one that's based on Marty McFly, and they've called him Marty McFlap, and it's <laughs> the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a porn star. Yeah, absolutely, right? <laughs> Marty McFlap. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I would hire that guy any day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in 1991, Everything I Do For You, I Do It For You, from Robin, Hunt's, uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, spent a record-breaking amount of weeks in the UK Hans charts. Zimmer. Yeah, yeah uh, I'll finish with the question. It's straight to Bath. How many weeks was it at number one for? 13. Uh, incorrect. Oh, Hans Zimmer. Sarah. Eleven. Incorrect. Fuck. John Williams. Jack. Uh, Forty-two. Incorrect. Michael, any guesses? John Williams. The answer is twelve. Incorrect. It was sixteen weeks and seven at top of the Billboard 100. So, flare point. 
Uh, you can shove that up your bum. Uh, absolutely no way. No way. Do you know what? If I could shove that up, if I could shove that up my bum, I think that's flair. <laughs> and final question of the quickfire round. What links these movies? Rat Race, Mystery Men, Inspector Gadget, Digimon the Movie, and the opening credits of Shrek. Hey, uh, Hans Zimmer. Uh, Beth? Is it All Star by Smash Mouth? Hey now, you're an all-star. Yes, got it right. game on. Yeah. Let's go. Somebody once told me the world okay, is gonna okay. roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shit. And because the years <laughs> can't come in and they don't stop coming. <laughs> fine, fine. All right, don't interrupt me for fuck's sake. No, please, no, please, no, no you ruined it now, Matt. You <laughs> fucking ruined it. it. I was, you I was ruined just... that for me. <laughs> this was like the one bright point of my entire week and you've fucking stolen it from me. Oh. I'm sorry, oh, you'll I be able to go back to Mike McFlat very soon. <laughs> um, that's the end of the round and the end of tonight's musical number. Let's look at the final scores. This week's trailers, Team A with 16 points, Michael and Jack, about our award-winning main feature with 17 points is uh, Beth and Sarah. Commiserations there to Michael. But I can tell you, uh, will, will I get an extra point if I tell you that it was weird that our, we got 16 points? Uh, you've lost 16 points. Thank you so much. Uh, but Brian Adams' song was also the chart for 16 weeks, so it, that equalises the points now. I would have thought that's, that's the kind of flair, you see, Jack, that we bring to this. Flair that I would suggest... We're getting extra flare point. Yeah. Matt, up to you. Okay, so... Um, I, I guess the real winner is music. Matt, if you do this, you're dead to me. <laughs> Just think well, about what you're doing honest, here, right? To be honest, Jack, I think the real winner is anybody who hasn't downloaded this. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll, we'll leave it a mystery. How about the listeners? You tweet us. You tell us who you think won. Because, uh, I, yeah... It's definitely Beth and Sarah, but whatever, it's fine. Like, uh, we'll, we'll let the we'll let Michael and Jack think that they've won. Um, but yeah, um, Jack and Sarah, um, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Uh, where thank can you. we find you online, and where can people download your stuff and stuff like that? Where can we see you? Um, you can find me on Instagram, Instagram at scallahan one. Please give me a follow. I've got hardly any followers, and I look like a fucking loser. <laughs> so, follow me. I beg you. Thank you. Is that, my, is that my time to chat? Um, Jack, uh, Jack Gledo, follow me. Yeah. You know what to do. If you're listening to this and you've got any arms of dignity, you probably won't even follow me. But if you do want to and you're thinking, I enjoyed that guy, um, follow my leg. Hang on. If you're listening to this and you've got dignity. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said, if you're listening to this and you're in dignitas. <laughs> go, go. Yeah, which, you know... Guilty as charged! We're, we're sponsored yeah. by Dignitas, the Swiss suicide clinic. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening. Um, uh, please give it up for our team captains, uh, Michael Legg and Bethany Black. Yeah, and please give it up for our wonderful guests, Jack Lado and Sarah Callahan. Thanks so much for listening. I've been Matt Hoss, and that was a music quiz. Bye! Michael, I've just noticed your headphones. Are they Fanny Wangs? No, they're mine.